Let's play a little Would You Rather and talk about some waiver wire pitchers next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. And if you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to leave a five-star Apple Podcast rating and include a player you want us to deep dive in the review. Today is Tuesday, April 27th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And let's start off with, would you rather have Cedric Mullins or Akil Badu? Mullins hit two home runs on Monday night. Akil Badu is four for his last 27. Scott, who would you rather have? Look, I, I don't think Cedric Mullins has a lot of upside. I think now that he's exclu- exclusively batting left-handed, he has more. I put his upside something like uh, an in-his-prime Brett Gardner. Useful player, a little bit of power, some speed, so-so batting average. I, I think that's what you're looking at in Mullins. I think Badu has a lot of upside, but he's also very young and, and didn't reach the high minors because he's a Rule 5 pick. And uh, multiple strikeouts in nine of his last 10 games. So... If if he doesn't nip that in the bud, it, it's it's not gonna he's not gonna be useful this year. Badu isn't so. Uh, I, I think if it's just a stash situation and hope upside comes around, then then maybe Badu. But uh, Mullins is certainly more usable right now. Yeah, for Akil Badu, he has twenty five strikeouts, just two walks this season. I think there's some talent, but definitely a few holes in that swing. Trevor Rogers or Kyle Hendricks? Trevor Rogers actually outdueled. Corbin Burns on Monday, six shutout with seven strikeouts for Rodgers. Kyle Hendricks has got off to a bit of a rough start, 5.68 ERA. Scott, who would you rather have between those two? I would rather have Hendricks. I know he's been kind of knocked around in the early going, but I don't see any underlying concerns, and he has a long track record of being a quality fantasy pitcher. Uh, Rodgers, I think, is going to be better pitch for pitch, inning for inning. You know, he looks like a dominant, overpowering strikeout pitcher, I just think. Uh, at the end of the season, when you compare the workloads, Rogers being a rookie, obviously coming off of a, a, a season where nobody got many innings, I, I, there's going to be a cutoff at some point for Rogers. And so I think if you're if you're talking rest of season, Hendricks regresses to the mean and just pulls away on volume alone. Let's hit one more of these. Jazz Chisholm, a lot of love for the Miami Marlins today. Chisholm went two for four with a double and two steals against Corbin Burns, who looks like one of the best pitchers in baseball right now. And Keston Hiura went one for four on Monday with three more strikeouts. He has a 39% strikeout rate. Scott, who would you rather have, Jazz Chisholm or Keston Hiura? I think you got to go Chisholm now. I mean, Chisholm is basically doing what we've been hoping Hiura would do for the past couple seasons now. And although Hiura had a stretch where he was performing up to those expectations toward the end of 2019, it wasn't long enough to earn him benefit of the doubt. It's been a long time since we've seen it. So I'll... Chisholm has plenty of upside himself and is actually producing with it right now, so I'll take him. Rich Hill. Yeah, that Rich Hill. The old man. He was back at it going up against the Oakland A's on Monday. He pitched six innings, two runs, 10 strikeouts. He's only 23% rostered in CBS leagues. Scott, anything to see here with Rich Hill? I didn't think he was going to have a start like this this year, him being 41 years old and pitching for the Rays, who don't handle, handle any starting pitcher conventionally except for maybe Tyler Glass now. So to see Hill spin a start like this, I, it gives me some hope he could be useful this year, but I, I still think it's going to be the exception more than the rule. So probably can remain on waivers in most leagues. We're going to rank him behind Madison Bumgarner and Michael Kopech, who we spoke about yesterday, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's talk about a potential closer 
for the Kansas City Royals. Feels like we're always talking about a new Royals closer, but Scott Barlow was using the seventh inning on Monday. Greg Holland, who we thought was going to be the closer this year, using the eighth, and Josh Stallmont was used in the ninth. He picked up his second save of the season. He's only 19% rostered. Scott, would you actually drop Greg Holland for Josh Stallmont? I would. I think this is the clearest sign yet that the Royals are, are, are focusing on one guy, Stallmont, who is their most talented reliever, I think. So the cream appears to have risen to the top and two saves in three days for him. And the day in between, he was getting ready to come in for for a, a, a safe situation that never materialized. So I I think I, I I hesitate to say so with the Royals and and Mike Matheny as much as he's mixed things up. But I, I think this is the clearest indication yet that that they intend for a certain person to be the closer, and that certain person is Stamont. Would you drop Alex Colome, who gave up a walk off home run on Monday for Josh Stamont? I would. Uh, Kalame obviously has a good track record, but always seemed like he overachieved and they, the twins have a better reliever in Taylor Rogers, who I think is probably going to get the next save chance for them. And, and we'll see if they go back to Kalame at some point. Kalame has been pretty shaky though. All righty. You heard it there. You could drop both Kalame and Greg Holland for Josh Stallman. If you are in need of saves for more extensive fa- fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the fantasy baseball today podcast on Spotify, Apple podcast, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. If you enjoyed the pod, please leave a five-star review on Apple. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.